hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. So have you got your summer vacation plans all in place? If not, in a little bit, we're going to chat with the folks from Booking.com to get some ideas on where to spend your summer vacation. And we'll also find out about their new feature now that they have on their website where you can book attractions along with your hotel. And a few weeks ago, I attended a wine tasting event hosted by Sonoma County Tourism, and that's where I got the chance to meet up with Birgit Vaughn from Sonoma County. So a bit later on, we're going to play a conversation that I had with her about Sonoma County and wine and what else there is to do in Sonoma County. But to begin, let me ask you this. Have you ever started your vacation by heading to your destination on a private jet? I know I haven't, but I think it would be kind of nice. So now there's a new company that offers private air service for a fraction of the cost. It's called Jetly, and the founder and CEO is Justin Crabb, and he joins us now to tell us all about Jetly. Hi, Justin. Thanks so, for having me. So tell me a little bit about uh, how Jetly came about. Well, you know, it's an interesting story. I'm a pilot myself, and, and uh, I've always grown up in aviation. My father was a pilot. Uh, you know, flying out of these local airports in Canada and the United States and, and all around the world, uh, I, I came to determine that there wasn't an Expedia-type platform that's, that's helping out the small local operator that may be uh, operating a small charter business out of local airports across the world. You know, the, the commercial guys have, have Expedia.com. They've, they've connected to a network, and, and uh, it's, it's pretty global at this point. But there wasn't anything that... Um, was technology-centered uh, catering towards these small local operators. And, and so that's where the idea came about, to put a platform and a network in place and develop a network of, of small businesses and operators and then introduce them to a platform that will facilitate their booking processes and their payment flows and, and uh, things of that nature uh, all digitally. So you bring together people who have uh, private jet aircraft to people who might want to use it. <laughs> to put it bluntly, That's right? <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and to that point, it's not necessarily a, a jet. It could be a very small uh, single-engine piston aircraft that maybe will take you to your cottage and back on uh -huh. the weekends or on a Friday afternoon uh, that's, that's safe and highly regulated by Transport Canada or the FAA in the United States or any jurisdiction. So the network is, is very diverse in the type and class of aircraft that we can cater to, and as well the client. You know, we, we deal with, uh, you know, families all the way through to finance companies and finance guys that are chartering three, four times a week all over the world. So how does it work now? You would go on to the app or to the website, essentially, and you, you just like you would on Expedia.com, you, you pick where you're flying from, pick where you're going to, uh, the number of people on board, and the dates of your travel, and then whether or not you're, you're returning. And once you submit that request, it'll go out, for example, you know, if you're in the the, the Vancouver area or, or Toronto area, it will go out to a number of operators and pilots within those areas and they will receive a request on their end and they'll be able to check their schedules and make sure they've got an aircraft available. If they do, they will reply back with a quote and usually within 15 minutes to an hour or so, you're starting to get responses from pilots and operators in the area. And from there, they'll include pictures and images of the aircraft and, and, and the interior. And along with the price, you can check out online and, and arrange the charter. And uh, now you claim that you can save uh, a huge amount of money versus, you know, going through the normal process of booking a private uh, aircraft. So how does that work? 
so that's that's one aspect called empty leg flying. So, for example, about fifty percent of the entire charter market, you know, these aircraft are, are flying empty about fifty percent of the time, simply because they're positioning to pick somebody up, a client up in a different location. So, if the client is in Vancouver or or Burnaby, BC, or somewhere anywhere else outside of where the operator is based, mm-hmm. a Toronto aircraft may fly empty to Vancouver to pick up the client to bring them back to Toronto. And so when they're flying from Toronto to Vancouver, that's called an empty leg. And the operators and the pilots, they've got to get there, they've got to find their client, and uh, they're going to fly the aircraft regardless. And they will sometimes post it onto our application and offer it, you know, sometimes 75 to 85% of the regular charter price. Uh, and in many cases, that's less than the cost of a commercial ticket, and you've got the whole aircraft to yourself or mm-hmm. to your family. The downside to that is is that you've got to be flexible on your schedule. You've got to go when the operator wants you to go and, and to where you to where the operator is going. There's no flexibility in the sense that you can't tell the pilot and the operator, drop me off here. They've got <laughs> to get to their client, and that's about it. You've got to be very flexible with your travel plans, and it's always a one-way flight. But well, that, the that's, are great. that's the thing that I was going to ask next was it's a one-way flight, so then you have to find your way home. So again, you've got to be flexible in finding a, another way back home, right? That's correct. That's correct. But, you know, the luxuries of traveling private and the flexibility of that type of, of travel, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're able to be flexible in your travel, it's really, uh, it's really beneficial. Mm-hmm. Well, it gives you another option, and options are always great. What's it like to fly in a private jet, by the way? You know, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, it's something you – most people can't comprehend it, but it, it really is – the time-saving factor is the biggest component in my view. Uh, you know, I've, I've flown many, many times on private aircraft, and, and most of the time you're, you're arriving about five minutes before the departure. And, you know, you'll show up to the terminal. You're not using the regular terminals that the commercial aircraft are flying in and out of. There's no security checks. Or I should say there's, there's background security checks in the sense that your, your names and, and your passport information is run through systems before you even arrive to the airport. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially pre-cleared. And when you arrive at the airport, the pilot, you know, he checks your passport. He looks at your face and, and makes sure your passport is, is is matching your face, and and off you go. He he typically takes your bag and, and will load the aircraft himself. And this could be on a you know on a fifteen or twenty million dollar Challenger three hundred and fifty type aircraft, a super midsize aircraft. And he'll jump in the plane, shut the door, and and you're off. Usually within a matter of minutes. Well, it sounds like an interesting concept. People can find out more info on your website, jetly.com. That's J-E-T-T-L-Y.com. And Justin Crabb is the founder and CEO of Jetly. Uh, Appreciate your time, uh, Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. So have you got your summer vacation plans all in place? If not, the folks from Booking.com might have a few ideas for you. They've also got a new feature on their Booking site where you can book attractions along with your hotel. So to tell us more about that and to give us a few vacation ideas is Andre Buarque, Area Manager for Booking.com. He joins us now. Hi, Andre. Hello, Randy. How are you, sir? I'm well, thank you. How long has Booking.com been in business? Oh, wow. 96, that's when we started uh, 23 years. 
and I'm six years in the company, so uh, it's, it's, it's been a ride. And I'm, sure. I'm sure you've seen uh, many, many changes as, uh, you know, booking sites like that have to evolve as people want more and more uh, options. Uh, tell me about some of the uh, things that uh, people are looking for uh, when it comes to, uh, well, we're already a couple of weeks into, into summer already. Where are people, where are people going? Yeah, as you said, I mean, customer is changing constantly. As customers, we, you are a customer, I'm a customer also, right? So we're changing so much, so for sure, over those 23 years. Um, we're now trying to understand all the time uh, where the customer is going. And, and for sure, in terms of the summer now, um, especially uh, I think if you're in Canada, there are a lot, lot of options, right? But if I can recommend two places, so if, if you have a great weather, for sure, I'm pretty sure you know, um, there's this fan favorite and likely the most famous kid-friendly uh, hotel in the country. It's called the Fantasyland Hotel. It's, uh, it's actually at the West Edmonton Mall. And uh, over there, they are equipped with uh, Galaxy Land. It's considered one of the world's largest indoor amusement. And also the World Water Park, which is amazing, uh, also has uh, the world's largest indoor wave pool. Uh, and this doesn't even include indoor skating rink, mini golf, more than uh, 800 stores. Have, it's, it's tons of fun at the uh, Fantasyland Hotel. If you're looking for something outdoorsy, the Canadian Rockies in Banff is a must. Right? The gondola hike, and I, I know myself, I love Banff. And you can spot all sorts of different wildlife. You can also canoe alongside uh, Lake Louise and also the Moraine Lake. Um, you can visit the Buffalo Nations uh, Museum or even wean down the hot springs. I did it myself. It's amazing if you're ready for something a little bit uh, quieter and also uh, with nature. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been to both places, so yes, both are a lot of fun and very affordable, too, I, I always find, too. Yes, it's very interesting uh, because of on our website, right, it's a marketplace. So uh, you have, you know, a lot of options. Right, so it's going for Edmonton, going for Banff, even other destinations. Some people tend to think that some places are more expensive than the others, but but go on Booking.com, search. You're gonna for sure find something that is close uh, to your budget. So, what other trends are you seeing when it comes to? Well, you, we were talking about it, it's constantly evolving. Uh, I'm I'm looking on the uh, Booking.com website, and now you're getting uh, things like uh, condos and and those types of things, kitchenette styles. People that are looking for more options when it comes to well, especially families, right, and larger families. I always feel sorry for for people that have odd numbers like uh, three children or five children. It yeah. seems the standard hotel room doesn't fit anymore, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and again, uh, the, the travel industry, it is adapting. It is adapting because the customer is changing and they're not, you know, giving excuses for that, right? They're just changing. Just, it's up to us to change with them. And I think that at Booking.com is always, has been always a cutting edge company in that sense, um, specifically thinking about choices, right? Giving choices to the travelers. So travelers have more choices than ever before when planning their next trip. So they are, of course, as you said, choosing alternative accommodations for numerous, numerous reasons. It can be because of a odd number in the family. Uh, so rental apartments, bed and breakfast, order accommodation types are often more budget-friendly um, than hotels and can offer you a local experience and destination. So choosing accommodations that are also privately owned uh, uh, also often allow, allow the travelers to stray away from those overpopulated neighborhoods. Uh, and have a totally different experiences. 
there are some great unique properties you can stay in across Canada. And, and that's very important to say, booking our call, in our website, we do have the best of all the words. I'm not going to even say both, but a, a wide range of accommodations. Uh, so some properties that you could stay in Canada, for, just an example, uh, you know Weasley, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Of course, no. of course, no Weasley. Great place. I've been there a couple of times. Uh, there is a, a very unique capsule hotel over there. It's called the Pangea Pod Hotel. I know it myself. I, I, I didn't stay there, but I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a very interesting place. Or you can stargaze in a modern youth uh, at Imago Village uh, in Quebec. Also different experience. You can also stay at Montana Hill Gas Ranch in BC, uh, you are, where you can barbecue, hike, bike, all great ways to go offline and have a moment with the nature. So, yeah, there are also a number of gorgeous luxury camping tents um, in BC, Quebec, Nova Scotia, and for sure in Alberta for those that are traveling from Calgary by car. Yeah, you're going to find a wide range of uh, alternative accommodations on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it too late to book now? A lot of people have their summer plans uh, in order. So any, uh, any ideas for people that uh, may have waited last minute? Yeah, for sure. If you're living, if you live close by, right? If you live uh, in Calgary, for sure, um, or Edmonton, for example, uh, you're gonna find a lot of options in the Rockies. For sure, some some places are a little bit more difficult to get, <laughs> uh, but other uh, others are very easy. You're gonna find uh, accommodations for sure because people cancel also, right? We have to remember that they both they cancel. It is so dynamic. So yeah, just a matter of you. And um, a very important tip for those that live close by, uh, if you want. Uh, booking.com websites to search for the entire Rockies, not specifically there for Cameron Lake, Louise, or Jasper. You can search for Alberta's Rockies on our website, and we're going to show all the options uh, available in the Alberta Rockies. Nice. Now, I understand, too, uh, getting back to our theme of constantly evolving, once you've booked your uh, accommodations, uh, you can uh, book attractions and, and those types of things, too, right? Yes. And this is, although for some it's a new thing, I would say, um, we are working with attractions for almost two years now. That's a huge operation. And because Booking.com don't want to offer uh, the same thing as the others are offering, we're trying to get close to what the customer wants. Uh, we are really trying to bring something different to the table in attractions. So what is Booking Attractions? Booking Attractions is a mobile-based service um, that, that you can access through your smartphone and also on the website that gives you um, seamless access to transportation options, exclusive shopping deals, tables at nearby restaurants, and, uh, and even priority queuing uh, where it's available. So once the traveler... Uh, book a stay in a city where the product is available. And right now, we have more than 150 cities around the world offering that. Um, we, they're going to have exclusive access to all participating venues and attractions in that uh, destination that they booked, and including special offers or experiences uh, that may only be available during, during the trip. Because since we know uh, when you're going to come in, when you're going to get out, <laughs> we can offer you something tailored, and that's the difference. So essentially, we want the customers to spend less time searching and planning for every aspect of their trip, and we want them to explore more and to enjoy more themselves. So the attractions feature access, uh, access and activities itinerary all within your pocket. So in Canada now, it's available in uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Niagara Falls, and Montreal. Um, with more cities to come, and I know <laughs> that uh, Calgary, Banff, Whistler, Cam, or Lake Louise, 
they are now on the roadmap for the team to open those attractions until the end of the year, which is awesome uh, for the customers here. Once you've booked your property to stay, you're going to receive an email a week or so from your trip with a list of all the local attractions. You can access the list, purchase the tickets, and keep track of the activities within our Booking.com app. It's very simple. It's going to save money, and then, of course, you're going to enjoy better the destination. Andre Buarque is uh, area manager for Booking.com. That's the website, Booking.com. It's not just a hotel booking website, is it, Andre? <laughs> it is It is not anymore. And then a lot of our challenges to make sure that people now know that you can book a lot of stuff, not only hotels, not only alternative accommodations. Thanks for your time, Andre. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Randy. It was a pleasure. So a few weeks ago, I attended a wine tasting event hosted by Sonoma County Tourism. It was a lot of fun, and I got to chat with a number of the vineyard operators and learn a little bit about the process of making wine. It's also where I got the chance to meet up with Birgit Vaughn. She is the Director of Global Media Relations with Sonoma County. We had a great conversation, so here's how that sounded. Well, we're at this uh, Sonoma County uh, wine event. Uh, I like the uh, the logo that you have or the slogan that you have, Life Opens Up. Let's start there. Tell me about life opening up. Well, life opens up in Sonoma County because, remember, when you open up a bottle of wine, you're probably familiar with Sonoma County and Sonoma County wines. And when you open up a bottle, give it some time. Let it breathe. And then it will open up a totally new aroma for you. And that's exactly what's happening when you come and visit Sonoma County. Well, let's start with the basics. Where would Sonoma County be on a map? Sonoma County is about an hour north of the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. But you know what? We also have flights right into our regional airport in Santa Rosa. So we are, we have probably, you don't know that we have almost 80 kilometers of coastline. But we also have the redwood trees, the majestic coastal redwood trees. And of course, we do have vineyards. <laughs> but only 6% of our area is actually uh, grown with uh, grapes. So there is so much more to do than just great wine. Well, we're here talking about wine. We'll start with the wine and then we'll move on to some of the other things. Uh, what is a, a typical uh, tour through a Sonoma County wine country consistent? So you, first of all, I have to say, Sonoma, we have... We call it Sonoma, 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 because when you say Sonoma, you probably mean the town of Sonoma, So, which is uh, very instrumental in uh, the history of California, because that's where it was the Bear Flag Revolt, which pre you see the flag of um, California with the bear. That was just 21 days, a republic in California. And then it created the state of California. So and that happened right in the town of Sonoma which is also the largest plaza in California. But right in the area is Sonoma Valley, and that has about 200 wineries. And then the whole county is called Sonoma County. So that's why you will hear me always talk about Sonoma County and yeah. not just Sonoma. Okay, so you have 200 wineries, sticking with the wine theme just for a moment here. Um, you couldn't possibly cover... Couldn't possibly cover 200 wineries on a trip, so how do you select a good winery and how do you select a good wine tour? Give me some tips. That's a good idea. We all, 
you know, 200 wineries just in Sonoma Valley and the whole area has over 425 wineries. So I think the best idea is what wines do you like? Because we have over, we can grow over 60 varieties of uh, grapes. So if you like white wines, stick with the area, um, the most southern part in Sonoma County because that's the uh, American viticulture area is called Caneros. They grow white wines like Chardonnays. If you go all the way north in Sonoma County, which is about you know, one and a half hours away from the town of Sonoma. That is the warmest area, so you will get the Cabernet Sauvignon. So it really depends on the middle of it is the area you may, might be most familiar with. It's Russian River Valley. That's where the wonderful uh, Pinot Noirs grow. So if you, ideally, if you don't know, Go on our website, sonomacounty.com, and we have itineraries for you, either by varietals, or by region, or even by themes. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you are a first-time visitor, we're going to help you on our website. And can you do it on your own? Is it better to do that? If I've never been there, is there tour operators that can give me a four or five day tour where I don't have to think much? I can just kind of follow them along? Absolutely. We do have, we do have actually, um, you can start right in the town of Sonoma and jump on a tram tour. So in that way, it's uh, you, it's taking care of your thoughts, right? <laughs> so you jump on there, it's a full day tour, you start at 10 o'clock in the morning, you're gonna visit four wineries, it includes uh, lunch, and they drop you off at four o'clock in the afternoon in the town of Sonoma where you started. And that's a wonderful idea to do. Mm -hmm. If you wanna be a little bit more active, yeah. you can do this by bike as well. <laughs> so you can jump on a bike and they will take you to the wineries and don't be afraid, they watch out for you that you are not, you know, Overdue. Drinking and biking. Thank you so much. <laughs> exactly. So if this happens, they will take you um, safely back to your hotel. Nice. So if I, uh, okay, I've done a three or four day wine tour of Sonoma County and I want to explore the non-winery areas. Tell me about that. So we do have um, about 60 uh, regional and state parks. And one of them is a wonderful park called Jack London State Park. Jack London, the writer Jack yeah, London, yeah. he's actually uh, was one of our first pioneers in uh, sustainability, in environmentalist. I mean, he has there, you can go to the Jack London State Park and see his so-called beauty farm because that's where he tested out different um, different seeds he brought home from his trips and yeah. how they grow and also you can see his cabin where he you know where he basically wrote yeah. but um, and you by in these days the you have a museum so you can really follow you know all his trips around the world but a wonderful thing also is during the summer months between June and September there is the possibility that you see Broadway under the stars. Oh, nice. These are shows by real Broadway actors and performers, and they put on a full show. You arrive there in the late afternoon, you start with a picnic on the lawn, of, and you know what? Who's checking you in? are really the real performers and they pour wine for you and then follow that you can see the show oh, cool. it's a wonderful experience yeah everyone loves a beach in california tell me you have beaches yes we do have beaches <laughs> as i said at the beginning we have like um over 80 kilometers of uh, coastline our beaches are you have you know this very long white sandy beaches where you can hang out and you have these parts which are very rugged small coves 
don't forget to bring your bottle of wine. Don't forget to bring cheese <laughs> yes. because we are, you know, we have many, many, many creameries. Mm -hmm. So it really, we even have a cheese trail. You can download an app. It's called cheesetrail.org and get your cheese, get your bread and enjoy the day on the beach. Well, that brings me to another thing. Well, food, you got to pair your wine with food. I'm not really a wine person, so uh, I just pick whatever and I enjoy whatever. But uh, obviously there's some great foods that you can enjoy in uh, Sonoma County, yeah? We are famous uh, for, with our chefs and chefs from other areas. They love coming to Sonoma County because you can grow all four seasons. So, and that actually is your, this farm to table. You know what, we just call it eating in Sonoma County because that's <laughs> what we have done for generations. And uh, the wine growers, for example, they, if you ask them what they are, what they do, they say, well, I'm a farmer. <laughs> you know, I have grown stone fruit. I have grown, uh, they, we have one area which is very well known for Gravenstein apples. So we have festivals who will really celebrate the apple. We have a cider movement, I would say, even. We have so many cideries, you know, using up all the old heritage uh, apples. Yeah. It is um, an abundance of produce. And if you go to a wine, to not only a winery, we have lots of winery who do food and wine pairings. And I'm talking not about, you know, packaged cheese little things. I'm talking about really an affluent uh, lunch or let's say early dinner you can mm -hmm. get in wineries when you do wine and food pairings yeah. and we have every day in Sonoma County you have farmers markets and they are really organic their produce they sell there and no matter where you go it you talk to the farmer who grows the produce and I think that's really the charm we have about 30 seconds so some of the festivals some of the events coming up in Sonoma County or when's the best time to go Best time to go is all year round. I know it sounds, well, I know you're laughing, but it is, of course, you know, we have the high season between May and uh, October, but you know what? If you come in November, the weather is fantastic. It's still warm. Bring a jacket because, you know, you're, you're talking Sonoma County, it cools down. That's why the wine is so fantastic. Um, but if you come in November, the weather is fantastic. If you come in January, February, March, not only that you have, for example, the wonderful Artisan Cheese Festival and many other smaller festivals, but you can basically, you see the people who grow, the people who produce, you see them in their environment yeah. because they have time to talk to you. Yeah. So keep this in mind and you get great deals in hotels. Perfect. Uh, Birgit Vaughn is the Director of Global Media Relations for Sonoma County. Again, the website is sonomacounty.com. Life opens up, Birgit. Life opens up for sure. Come visit. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute, rate the show, leave us a review, and tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.